I mean, the Giants going to have to open that checkbook after this year, and it might cost them $400 million. I'll tell you what and who they spend $400 million on. Just a second here on Locked on Jaguars. You are Locked on Jaguars, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, everybody? Welcome into another edition of Locked On Jaguars. I'm the host of the Locked On Jaguars podcast, Tony Wiggins. There's the name on the screen. We're at your team every day, and we thank you for making us your first listen. A quick reminder, we are free to subscribe to on our YouTube page. That is Locked On Jaguars. Make sure when you get there, you subscribe, hit the like button, and then hit the bell so you get any notifications of every single time that we drop an episode. Also, when you're sitting at your desk or riding in your car, wherever you listen to your audio podcast at, make sure you tap in every single day to ensure that you do not miss an episode of Locked On Jaguars. Today's show is sponsored by the Game Time app. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Locked On NFL for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed, and. Shout out to the everydayers for joining us every single day. And if you're not an everyday, you might as well join in and become one. And we can shout you out too. All right. So here's what we're going to do today. We ain't going to bury the lead. We're going to get right down to it. We're talking about money. All right. Not my money, not your money, but the Jacksonville Jaguars money and uh, money that they will have to spend and all for a good reason. Now, mind you, before we have this discussion, it could be viewed as a bad thing when you're spending money, right? especially when you're talking about the amount of money that I'm talking about, potentially uh, upwards of between 350 and $400 million. That's right. It's a lot of scratch. <clears throat> Don't let y'all tell you I ain't got it. Cause you know, when you ask people for money, especially it could be $5. I know people to be like, I ain't got it. I ain't got it. I'm broke and have a ton of money in their pocket. Right? Well, <clears throat> Sean definitely has it. The Jackson, the Jacksonville Jaguars as an organization, they have it too. The NFL makes sure that those guys have it. So what am I talking about? I'm talking about open up the checkbook for a good reason, and that is that you have guys on your team that are good enough to open up the checkbook for. A lot of times in the past, teams, including the Jacksonville Jaguars, have paid money and never got a return on that investment because the players that they paid it to just weren't worth it. It's not the case this year. Um so what we'll talk about is them opening the checkbook. Second segment, I'll tell you who, Josh Allen. He needs to get paid. And anybody who listens to this podcast, and just in case you haven't, I'll let you know right now. I have not been a proponent of keeping or paying Josh Allen until now. And I'll tell you why. It's because this year he's done every single thing I expected him to do after his rookie season. His rookie season, this is what I expected. He had 10 and a half sacks. I expected in a year two, a little bit of a mulligan because he got injured. Year three was banged up a little bit. Well, he wasn't really injured in year two. He got injured in year three. And then last year, I just didn't see it. And uh, the reason why he's not already under contract is because I don't think the Jaguars saw what they wanted to see either, right? And uh, this year, though, that dude is playing and he has earned his money. And I know there might be people out there that think, it's 
he's doing it during a cap. I mean, during a during a year where he needs a contract, he's playing under a fifth year option. Oh, you mean somebody does something uh, under pressure in their last opportunity to show what they can do, and they actually do it? I don't think that's a bad thing. Um, and then in segment three, we'll talk about Trevor Lawrence's uh, extension being likely. Can't do anything with a quarterback after uh, before his first three years are done. This will be the end of his third season. Joe Burrow got his deal done after his third season. This is Joe Burrow's fourth season. Uh, Trevor Lawrence hasn't had an injury history the way Joe Burrow did. Um, he also hasn't gotten to the heights that Joe Burrow did. So we'll make sure we bring that up. When do you do it? Do they talk to Trevor and say, one more year. Let's take care of other people first. You're going to get yours. Whatever. We'll see. We'll see. We'll talk about that in segment three. But first, let's just talk about them having to open the checkbook. Now, I'll tell you why I'm bringing this up now. You got to get as many of these guys done right now as you can, right? Trevor Lawrence is on a rookie deal. When he gets an extension, he will get a bonus or money at at the, I always said closing because I I still got I'm still overloaded by the house that I bought, right? But it's not closing. At the sign of signing, at signing, he's gonna get a bunch of money. A lot of this stuff doesn't really start kicking in though until the conclusion of his rookie deal, which is four years, five years with the uh, fifth year option. I don't know how they're gonna work it. I wish. Uh, if I had been recording at a different time, I could have called my boy, uh, my friend, Joe, Joe Corey, who I've had a real good relationship. He's a former agent <clears throat> who now works for CBS and he always irons these contract issues out. In fact, I'm going to make a call this weekend and we're going to clarify this stuff uh, after we go through the Monday night game and, and then talk about the recap Tuesday. And if there aren't any other big storylines, I will double back and bring this back and have more definitive answers for you about that but the answers that i have right now is this they're gonna have to at some point resign travis Etienne. they don't have to do it because he's a running back and they're probably gonna get him to his fifth year option so after this year they might have two full seasons left uh before they have to go holler at him uh walker little this is the end of his third year as well all of these guys were picked in the same draft walker little uh, will only be done through four years because he's a second round pick. Tyson Campbell will be done through four years because he's a second round pick. Andre Sisco was a third round pick. He's going to be done through four years. Who do you sign? Who do you put transition tags on? Who do you put franchise tags on? Or do you sign guys early? I think, I think Tyson Campbell warrants an early extension so you can get it out of the way, right? And And let a lot of that upfront money come into play right now when Trevor Lawrence isn't really into the meat of his deal. Like even though he signs the extension that maybe, you know, it doesn't really hit the cap until later. Right. Um, that's one thing. The other thing is, um, walk a little, they, I think the, the, the writings on the wall that he's a better tackle than he is a guard. The question is, how good of a tackle is he? If you think he's just as good as Cam Robinson, there have been guys like Cam Robinson, Deion Dawkins, that have gotten deals that weren't bank breakers. Like, it's not like a Trent Williams deal because none of those guys are Trent Williams. So can walk a little, can you do him early and get a little bit of a discount because you're doing it early when you don't have to? Will his agent go for that? 
That's another thing that you have to. And then do you think he's good enough to warrant signing him to an extension? So, so yeah, they got some decisions to make uh, when it comes to those guys. What about Andre Cisco? I think Andre Cisco is a real good player. I think he was headed towards an all pro season this year. Had he not got banged up a little bit with a hamstring, uh, but still, he he has a lot of time left in this season to show what he's all about. Do they do him early? Those are going to be uh, a lot of the critical people and, and some of the things that they have to really, really ask each other. I believe after Z- after this year, Zay Jones has one more year on the contract. I think Christian Kirk has two uh, because this is his second year. Um, so, yeah, a lot of questions, a lot of things that have to be answered, a lot of people to take care of. And this is why drafting and developing is going to be so important because they have to pay the guys that are on the roster right now. And that means they won't be probably spending a whole ton of money in free agency. Most of the money uh, here for the future would be spent on retention as well as retention, just making sure that they re-sign the right people. All right. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about Josh Allen in segment two. I'm going to eat a little crow and uh, I'm not going to apologize, but I will eat a little crow because everyone if you've listened to this show, you know I've been hard on Josh Allen, and I think I was justified for doing it. I never said he was cap- wasn't capable. My deal with Josh Allen was, was it worth it, and was he going to do it? Can you keep paying a guy for what he's capable of, or do you actually at some point have to start paying the guy for what he actually does? We'll do this, and we'll talk about all of this in just a second here on Locked on Jaguars. All right, got to let you know about today's sponsor, and this episode is sponsored by FanDuel. Our friends over at FanDuel, man, let me tell you something. If you are not on FanDuel, I don't know what to tell you because you are making a big mistake. As this weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better way to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOnNFL and kick off the season. Remember, right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right, running it down here. Segment number two on Locked On Jaguars. It's the weekend, the weekend before a Monday night game. I hope you guys are all enjoying um, every single thing that uh, is going on with the Jags. Everybody's really, really excited about the Monday night game or return to to at least Monday night primetime. I love all the pictures the Jaguar fans are posting of the last time the Jaguars played on Monday night football. It's like grown people I interact with showing pictures of them when they're like middle school. And I'm sitting here tripping because if I showed you a picture of me the last time the Jaguars played on Monday Night Football, believe it or not, I am 54 years old. I know I may not look like it other than the grown, uh, the gray hair. But if I showed you a picture of me the last time the Jaguars played on Monday, like fo- Monday Night Football, you'd think it was the same damn picture that I showed you of me yesterday uh, when I'm 54 years old because I'm like Morgan Freeman. I love the fact that people say somebody showed a picture of Morgan Freeman when he was in high school and it was like a picture of Morgan Freeman right now. Like he ain't changed one bit. Uh, I tell you somebody who did change and that's Josh Allen. Josh Allen is playing at an MVP level. He's playing the best football of his life 
right now. The naysayers will say, well, why did he wait until the contract year to do it? I'm thinking like this. What better time is it to do it than a contract year, right? Especially when the Jaguars as a whole have so many expectations. I'm willing to put this on this. There are people that, you know, there's some, some folks that may believe and subscribe to the fact that regardless of who's around you, if you're worth $120, $130 million over five or six years, um, you need to show that and be good regardless of who your teammates are. I disagree. I, dis I disagree. I, I, I do think that what framework and who's around you and all of those things have a ton, a ton to do with uh, how good you play. And then what stakes are you playing for? When Josh Allen was a rookie and he had 10 and a half sacks in 2018, it was a disappointing season because so many people expected, or was it 2019? It was so many, so many people expected the Jaguars to actually be good, and they weren't. Therefore, you can have a bunch of popcorn numbers, meaning your stats look good, but they don't really mean anything towards anything that is bigger than, you know, you just playing for yourself, right? There, are, there have been times where Josh could have been better, and that was my criticism. My criticism was he could have been a little bit better, could have been a little bit more. But there were times, there were stretches where I just watched him. And I used to hit social media up and tell people, watch 41. And he wasn't even double teamed, and he wasn't getting there. But this system, the buy-in in this system, the tricks, all of the stunts, all of the things that Mike Caldwell has him doing in this defense, the fact that the pressure is on him and he they need him. Now, now the statements that he's made in the past about wanting to be a part of this community for, for a long time, now they actually mean something because now most folks, and it was probably 50-50 before this year, most folks want Josh Allen to stay. I am now one of those people. I see his value. Um, I always knew he had that in him, but we've seen guys in the past have it in them. And quite frankly, they just don't seem to be able to put it together to the point uh, where Josh is now. And where he is now is he's playing at an MVP defensive player of the year level. I don't think it's going to stop. The dude is already uh, in double digit sack territory with seven games to go. And I think he's going to end up with a high number. He may get 17 or 18. I don't know if he's going to push 20, but he very well could because he's had a couple of games where he's had multiple sacks i think he's had some games where he had two games where he had three in each and then he had two uh this past week the thing with him though it's not just the sacks it's the pressure and it's his um the combination of him and trayvon walker has been brutal brutal it is now because of josh allen you're actually seeing the value of trayvon how he's a human wrecking ball and how they work in tandem. I remember when folks were, I don't know if this was actually aimed at Arden Key, but I remember when Mike Caldwell was speaking in the preseason and they were talking about sacks. And I remember when Doug Peterson was asked what needs to be improved the most, and he said, pass rush. A lot of us took that as we need to go out and get somebody who can do it. Maybe what he meant and when you look back at what Mike Caldwell said, Mike Caldwell said pressure and pass rush comes when guys work together in the system. I'm paraphrasing, but I remember that. And I'm like, what is he talking about? 
it sounds like what he said was there were people and it might be people still on the team. It may be people that left. There were people that were chasing sacks by trying to play hero ball and beat their guy one on one, as opposed to doing what we've seen Brian Baldinger highlight this this past week. And even on ESPN with Dan Orlovsky and Swagoo uh, Marcus Spears, how they highlighted the tandem and how things work together. My man Armando Salguero, Salguero even pointed out and said something about Von Miller and every former player, media member, coach that got all on him because they he accused uh, Von Miller of just running into the center. Chris Long even said, you don't know what you're talking about because what he actually did, he did the right thing. No, he crashed into the line. I forgot what they called it. They called it some sort of stunt where he comes down, he crashes in, and whoever was where he, was, where he went, that guy waited, let him do it, and then went around for a free path to the quarterback. That's just the way that that works. Working in tandem. And I really do believe that the reason why the Jaguars are getting so much pressure, they're only one, there's only one team that has two guys in the top 30 for pressures. That's Trayvon Walker, who has already passed and eclipsed his rookie sack total and the pressures. And his numbers look very, very even to Aiden Hutchinson's. And you don't hear people talking about Aiden Hutchinson no more. It is because they are working together and they have created buy-in into this system. Because of all that, I think Josh Allen gets a contract over $100 million, and if they put extra years on it, could challenge $120 million or maybe $125 million. That leads to this question. How can, if he gets 125, do we get to the 400 mark? Trevor Lawrence is going to get over a $250 million extension. Jalen Hurts got a $253 million extension. I think whether you think Trevor is better than Jalen Hurts or not, I'm going to tell you what I I think Trevor's going to outdo that number. Shout out to Nicole Lynn, the agent for Jalen Hurts. Great job. But I think he's going to outdo the number by both Jalen Hurts and um, Lamar Jackson. I'm going to tell you exactly how much that is and what that is going to be. We're going to do all of that in just a second on Locked On Jaguars. But first, Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for your 24-7 covering. They're here for you covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. We're going to talk Trevor Lawrence, Skrilla, more money, money that don't belong to us. It's easy for us to spend other people's money when we don't have to do it. But if I had it, I'd give it up too because they've earned it. We'll do more of that in just a second here. Third and final segment on Locked On Jaguars. All right, it's all about game time, man. I got to let you know about today's sponsor, and that is Game Time. Game Time's URL is gametime.co. Pay attention, gametime.co. Or you can just download the app. And now you can get rid of that frustration that you have when you're trying to buy tickets and you procrastinated and someone tells you, don't make your lack of planning my emergency. Game Time will never tell you something like that because guess what? That's exactly what they want you to do. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Don't let nobody talk bad about you taking your time to get tickets and procrastinating, or maybe you had to wait on payday. Game Time has you covered. What you do is download the Game Time app, 
create an account and use the code locked on NFL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code locked on NFL. That's L O C K E D O N N F L for $20 off. Download the game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right. Third final segment here on Locked on Jaguars. First two segments cover Jaguars. Going to have to open the checkbook. First, Second segment, I told you who the first person they got to open it for. That's Josh Allen playing on a fifth-year option. They could tag him, but then I think if you do that, you start messing with the psyche. You can put the franchise tag on him, and you start messing with the psyche. You start messing with everything about why, you know, you want to make sure you take care of your own. You're going to be a draft and develop. But this guy is even close to the defensive player of the year, but it's a no-brainer that you got to pay him. There's somebody else that's a no-brainer that you got to pay, and that's Trevor Lawrence. Whether y'all think he's a franchise quarterback or not, or whether he's elite, he is. And let me tell you why he's elite. And I said this on Locked on NFL earlier today. There's a difference between being elite and playing like you're elite all the time. So technically, if you want to get into semantics and wordplay, you can say, well, you're not elite if you're not elite all the time. Elite people are elite all the time. If that's the case, I'll bring up a name, Josh Allen. Is he? Was Joe Burrow elite early this year? Has Tua Tagovailoa been elite in every single game that he's played? Is Justin Herbert elite all the time? But those are the names that people love to associate with being elite. But does it mean you have to be elite all the time or – does it mean you have elite traits and most of the time you hit the mark in being elite? That's what you have to ask. Uh, you don't have to ask Jaguar fans. You don't have to ask people in the organization because all you got to do is watch Trevor Lawrence around his teammates. For anybody that does not think that Trevor Lawrence is the best player on a team that is likely going to be nine and three after Monday, uh, you bump your head and maybe you need to take some, uh, some sort of uh, medicine in order to get yourself together because uh, you may have fallen out of a tree or something and hit your head because all you got to do, I've never heard so many people have an opinion on a guy and don't ask the people that cover. And, and, and anytime you cover a team and you have a differing of opinion of someone who may have more, um, who may have a, a better resume to talk about this than you do. I think they think you're being a homer. This is not about being a homer. This is about having your finger on the pulse of the team knowing and understanding how those players respond to that player. If a player is super elite, but nobody likes him, guess what? Then he's not going to get elite results from his teammate. If a player is, has elite qualities and guys know that he plays the best under pressure and that he can still throw a ball and put a ball where other people can't get to it. And they're going to win. And if they believe if they're down by three with three minutes to go and he gets the ball, if they play like they know that they're going to win the game, then to me, that is an elite characteristic and an elite trait. And Trevor Lawrence has won 15 of his last 20. They've won eight on the road. Everybody always talks about how winning on the road means something and winning at all costs means something. Well, guess what? That's exactly what he's done. And he's in his third year. I know you may get Trevor fatigued by hearing about him all the time, but he is in his third year. The way he's playing for a third-year quarterback is very, very good. 
It is. It's just that everybody else is so enamored right now with C.J. Stroud, and maybe for a great reason. I like the kid as a player that he's doing what he's doing early in his NFL career. Being ready to play earlier and being more successful earlier doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to end up being better than someone who may didn't have that success early on. Doesn't happen for everybody. We mentioned Josh Allen. Didn't happen for Josh Allen early. Happened for Joe Burrow really, really fast, right? Once he got past the injury his first year, his second year, he was like through the roof. Josh Allen, it took a couple of years. Aaron Rodgers didn't even play for three or four years, and he's one of the most elite trait quarterbacks we've ever seen in the NFL. There's just this love fest for people who come in and do things right now as opposed to – I would understand if Trevor Lawrence was an interception machine. He's not. He threw eight last year. I think he has seven this year. He threw eight last year. That's not an interception machine. It just isn't. He had four in one game in one half. And then came back and threw four touchdowns. You got to pay him. What does it cost? 254, 253 for uh, Jalen Hurts. What was it? 256, 258 for Lamar Jackson, a former MVP. Now you'll say, well, he's not a former MVP like Lamar Jackson, so he's not going to get that. So if we split the difference, you're talking about 255. Here's the problem with that. That's going to be a year old. Revenue goes up. That was last year's price. And to quote the rapper Fat Joe, yesterday's price. Is not today's price. $275 million in a total deal is what it's going to take to extend Trevor Lawrence. When you amortize, when you when you give him the bonus, how much he gets at signing, ain't none of that. I ain't, we ain't working through all that. We're not trying to be cap experts. But all I'm telling you is this. You give Josh Allen $125 million over five years, and he can definitely get that considering Josh Sweat just broke the bank, right? And he hasn't he hasn't accomplished what um, Josh Allen has a chance to uh, get this year, right? Two hundred seventy five million dollars for Trevor Lawrence, not to mention any of those other guys that we talked about. And Shai Khan is going to be spending a minimum of a total of four hundred million dollars. Now, here's what happens when you give them this contract. If Josh Allen gets a. $125 million deal, and let's just say about 60% of that is uh, guaranteed, fully guaranteed, then that would mean he is getting about $65 million guaranteed, which will probably be more than that. That money has to go straight into escrow right now. If Trevor gets $275 million and he gets, let's just say, 60% of it guaranteed, which these are just numbers I'm just throwing out here for the sake of having this. That means it's about $165 million guaranteed. So 165 plus 65 equals 230 because I did get a Duval County education. That money has to go right into escrow. Ain't no problem. We got it. What Shannon Sharp said, ain't no problem. That's right. They can do it. But it'll be the single biggest offseason for Jacksonville, and that doesn't include signing anybody else. Anybody. And it'll all be worth it because you'll have your quarterback on offense and you'll have your team leader on defense. So I've come full circle on Josh Allen and hopefully you all give me a little credit for doing so. Make sure you tap in 
here on the Locked On Podcast Network because Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming service. All right, we're going to see y'all on game day on Monday. We'll do a postcast late Monday night. It might be like 1 o'clock in the morning, but we're going to be there. We're going to be there live, hopefully celebrating a Jaguars victory. Until then, you guys make sure you do what I always ask, and that is take care of each other. Until the next time, here on Locked on Jaguars.